Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, and today I am joined by the man in the Star Wars shirt. I am Mr. Mayhem Will. Will, how are you today? I'm doing good. I should, I should say I'm doing all right. I woke up sick this morning. Yeah. Nonetheless, we are here and we are putting on a show. Fuck yes. You always comment on my outfit, I noticed. The last, like... Do you want me to call you the tired sick boy? No. Exactly. But... but <laughs> what else would you want me to do? I don't know. I don't know. The man who completed Halo 3 finally, but hey. we'll get that... We'll get to that later on in the show. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you? Okay, we already got past that. This is episode 27 for July 3rd, 2018. Independence Day coming up. Coming up real soon. Yeah. Get yeah. some time off of work. It's going to be great. Get to maybe light some fireworks off. Do you, did you get any? Uh, I have not, but okay. I, I probably should have. I should have too. Yeah. But I don't want the cops called. Yeah. That gets, I mean, if you, that's if you get the illegal stuff. Well, th- okay. Let's be real. Okay. So we, for context, we live in Minnesota. Anything going over a certain height in the air is considered illegal to yeah. go off in the state of Minnesota. You can buy those types of fireworks in Wisconsin, our neighboring state, where it's legal for them to do so. Therefore, things happen where they they magically get over on this side in this state, and they magically go up in the air somehow. I don't fucking know. (laughs) And then sometimes people are called and things get shut down. It's never a fun time. But hey, whatever. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, I haven't gotten any either. Yeah, so. It's going to be super fun. Fourth of July. In hey, other so we'll words. still be barbecuing and hanging out and chilling. It'll be a good time. It's gonna be a great time. Food is food. Yes. Indeed. Alright, let's get into the actual show. Will, what do we always start the show off with? Rostermania! If you don't know by now, you should. It's Rostermania. <laughs> This is where we talk about the rosters that get jumbled up and switched and changed throughout the last week. Before and we Will always fucks up and the names. I always mess up a name. So here we go. Coming Will on, this week be any different? Probably not. Tune in to find out. Coming out of the LATAM region, we have the labels, which is Silver Label, Jangle 117, Regulus, and Joseph. We also have Daryl Fan XX, which is... Here's the first one. Angsuka and and Suka, I don't know. Lil Saiyan, three six duck and lofty. You were close on that one. Yo, I, you, you were close on that one. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we get two rosters in. That that's it for Latam. Um, coming out of the Australia New Zealand region, we have Doctor Peppa. Good pop. And it looks like we have Hoax, Young Wilcox. S- Sinistra and Alex. Looks like Flex Reigns was uh, moved out of that roster for this week. We also have um, Reload Esports, Legends of Socks. What a name? Didact, Mark Fraser, and Blade on that team. Looks like Dynamic was out this week. We then had Osprey Gaming, which is I see Jim, Natural Talent, Enigma, and Wheezy. Struggling to find players. <laughs> I wonder if they're having a hard time putting, to get, putting together a team. We have Reaver, Maestro, Killswitch, and Goms Lazard. 
We also have... Oh, this didn't actually... Hold up, hold up. Oh. Hold up. Okay. It should have updated on the show notes. Do you see it? Team coming for that A44. Oh, it didn't update? It's team coming for that ass! (laughs) This consists of... (laughs) Flex Reigns. Sumank. B-Diz. And Impish. They're coming for that ass! (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, next team we have Fear Rambo slash Death Ruptor. It's Fear Rambo Death Ruptor. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. That consists of Rambo, Della Vega, Con- Conflicts, and Ogram. We also have Team Speedy Gonzalez, which consists of Death, Monza, Aleo, and Lunchosaurus? Yep, Lunchosaurus. Lunchosaurus, okay. All right, next out of the EU region, we have the Team Pirates, which is Shadyzer. Shadyzer, yeah, that's what? Shabby Dagger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> what the fuck is that name? Anyway, uh, Sicklebone and Solar. It looks like Cristola is out from this team for the week. And here he is in on Royalty. This was called Express Yourself. So, Cristola, Jimbo, Riots, and Lunny teaming together. Um, we have the Invalid team, Crossman, Elite Vortex, MC versus Arbiter, and Profit is in. Here's to the now is out for the week. We then have Final Stage, which is M- Mada, Mada, Kronos, Nova, and CG Spud. Zumis is out for this week. I say out for the week because we don't know. Sometimes during these um, yeah. battles, these game battles tournaments or whatever, there's subs. People can't make it because of family events. Um, right, we have no idea. So we have no idea. That's why I'm saying out for the week because they might be back. I just wish they wouldn't t- they change their team names. Yeah, they change their team names like almost every week sometimes. Yeah, because I have to go into every single match to find out and cross-reference yeah. to previous weeks to see if those rosters change. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking annoying. Just keep the same name, people. But we do it for you guys. Yeah. So coming out of the North America region, we have Renegades, which was APG, Mickwin, Penguin, and Neptune, and uh, to announce Hoaxer as their coach. We Previously have the, the NB coach. Yeah. We have uh, Hitman, which is Arctic, Boobadoo, Demon D, and Ace. We have Team Elevate, which is L-Town, Falcated, Sabinator, Sabinator, and Spartan. We also have Gosu Crew, which is commonly Kratos, Denoxide, and Suspector. And that's going to do it for Roster Mania this week. I'd say it was a good 50-50. Like 50% you were fucking spot on. The other 50 were... They were fun. Those are some fun ones. I do my best. <laughs> See, you know what the funny part is? I could take a little bit more time and try to make them a little bit more legible. But no, I think it's fucking hilarious. So I'm going to keep them the way they are. <laughs> See, and I should really like review these before I go through them, but I kind of, I kind of like the surprise of yeah, like, the what spontaneity. The, what am I going to fucking read this week? <laughs> so I don't. And that's what results from it. But you know what's next, Will? What's next? Well, I hinted to it previously and now we're going to talk about it. It's Will's Adventures Within the Halovers. Okay. <laughs> Will? Yeah. What did you do? We we beat Halo 3. We did! You played with me on the last uh, eight missions or so. 
Yeah, like three fourths of the game. Yeah, yeah. I just really wanted to play Halo Three again. Yeah, I mean, uh, I found out that uh, tank beats everything. Yes, <laughs> the best fucking line ever. The best set of lines ever. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, the you were right. The next mission after that, going through um, the what the area. I don't know what to fucking call it, but it was horrible. The ship. The ship. Yeah. Yeah. It, in Cortana. Yep, so Cortana. We hinted at this. I've hinted at this before. Um, I'm glad I got to play through it with you to see your reactions to things, but yes, my favorite mission in any Halo game, especially Halo 3, is the Covenant. Um, and then, in my opinion, the worst mission, not only in Halo 3, but my top two worst missions in any Halo game, Cortana, comes placed directly after that. Um, the reason why I love the Covenant so much is because of all the varied locations that you get to go to and all the different types of fighting combat, all the different types of combat that you get into as well. Yeah. You have vehicle, you have weapon, you have aerial. It's it's a bunch of shit. It's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think overall? Not bad. It was a decent game. Yeah. Um, I liked it better than 2 and 1. And it's, like I said, it's because I did not, like, grow up playing these games. So when uh, when... I feel like when the Halo community played two and three, I see they were why, at the peak. Yeah, I see why people liked two. Yeah, um, you were right with three story being very quick. Yeah, incredibly fast. Um, now, granted, we were playing together, so obviously it went things even went faster. faster. And I did some trickery as well yeah. with nade jumps and whatnot to get to different places. But yeah, no, because I had never even like looked up how to do any of that stuff so it was cool to see it mm-hmm. and uh getting on top of the crane yeah that was pretty sweet yep um i fucked up though because my fucking my marine on the back of my mongoose decided to shoot a rocket <laughs> like while i was on top of the fucking crane i was gonna go on the scarab fucking asshole knocked you right off yeah it killed me <laughs> you fucking, I, was, I was mad oh it was kind of funny Kind of funny to watch. It was a little bit. All the ridiculous deaths that I had, too. It was... uh Oh. But no, it was a good time. I enjoyed playing through it. Um, I liked the Cortana mission for the fact that it was, like, a hassle to go back and get Cortana. Sure. But the level... Yeah, the the level design and everything, which it was frustrating. The amount of of interruptions from Cortana and Gravemind the whole fucking time. Yep. Like, just leave it alone. Let me progress, please. Yep, you're just like, let me keep walking. Like, yes. Come on. I kept like jumping every time that happened. Yeah. And trying to move forward. Yep, <laughs> like, come on. Me too. I just wanted to continue on as well. Oh, man. But no, Halo 3 is complete. It is complete. What was your favorite mission in 3? Ooh. Ooh. Well, actually, you know what? what? Pause. Let's go back. Okay. You're three games in. Yeah. Okay. If you can remember... Kind of go back in time here. Favorite mission from one, two, and three. You don't necessarily have to remember names, but like right. what you did. Um, your favorite moments, I guess you could say, so far. Gosh. Because you've technically finished the fight at this point in time. That was the sure. tagline for three is finish the fight. Sure. Right? You, you killed the prophet of truth. Yep. You, you saved Earth. That was y- the big point. Yep. Um. Gosh, in one... I really like driving at the end because it's like this yeah. huge, like everything's just flying around. Yeah. You're, you're trying to get to the finish line there, basically. And um, it's really that, fucking that, cool. That was yeah, that was awesome. You're waiting for the pelican to come through. It gets shot down, and you're like, oh shit, time to go. Yep. Um, 
fun fact, you don't have to wait for that to happen. You, you can, can just, just keep, keep driving. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, second one. I can't remember, to be honest. Like, So here's my problem. Okay. I'm actually glad. Now, for the record, we didn't, we never rehearse anything on this show. This is all live us talking, right? Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't even discuss things we're going to talk about before the show even happens more than likely. Yeah. Okay? We usually sit down, I kind of preview the show notes to make sure like. Right. Oh, Who's going to talk about what? Yep, so do I need so to pull up any links or anything to look over? Right. But whenever we talk about this type of stuff, we never rehearse. So I'm glad you said that because I've been thinking about it in Halo 2. And I know there's so many people that love the campaign and I, I respect that. That's fine. Um, to me, that might get, I might get shit for this. Halo 2's campaign is as memorable to me as Attack of the Clones is for Star Wars. I'm talking about Episode 2. I'm not talking about like the Clone Wars animated show because that show's yep. fantastic. But Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, I don't remember like, I, I know, I obviously remember more about Halo 2 than that movie. Yeah. But the big thing for me in Halo 2 is, like, you arm the bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And this, the very end where you beat Tartarus. Uh, yup. Yeah, is, is it, 2 is when you kill one of the prophets in 2. Yes. I thought it was going to be a lot harder to do that than it was for me. I literally boarding went, him and hitting him. Yeah, no, yeah. I literally so that map you you come into that area. Yep, and I literally went to the left, went by all the enemies, got behind them, jumped on them, hit them, mission over. Didn't have to kill a single other enemy to get there. Keep in mind, you were playing on normal. Yes, which means his health is drastically different. But sure. yes, I agree. It's he's a total pushover. That boss fight's non-existent. The boss fight is Tartarus at the end. And even that is not a boss fight. You can just stay away. Wait for uh, Johnson or whoever to pop his shields off or his invincibility off with the yep. sniper and then just lay into him. Yeah. Easy peasy. I guess, yeah, that was that end boss fight with that would probably be the most memorable from two from two that boss fight. And mainly because I didn't realize, like, what the hell am I supposed to be doing here until... Um, I noticed Johnson popped up and shot him. I'm like, oh, shield's gone. Just lay into him now. Right. Yep. And um, that's that's not to say there wasn't even a boss fight in three. I mean, if right. you had guilty spark, but who gives a fuck? It wasn't <laughs> a fucking boss fight either. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, three. Three went by really fast with us playing. Yeah, it did. Um, memorable points for me was in the beginning in like the bunker getting like going back and forth. Yeah. I enjoyed the mission. I was a little annoyed that you had to go back and forth so much. You're talking about Crow's Nest. Probably. Yeah. The second mission in the game. Yeah. Yep. Um, no, I agree. It, yeah. Like you said, um, that mission where you did go, because you start on the beach, you yep. get the tank, you roll through. Well, you get the, you get the mongoose, the mongoose and warthog. Yep. Yeah. You roll through there. Yeah. And you get the tank. Yep. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I understand where you're coming incredible. from. It's pretty cool. Um. So, yeah, that would probably be the highlight from three as well. Cool. Now that I think about it. Awesome. That's what it, that's that's where I am on those. Do you have any other thoughts about Halo three before we uh, move on? Um, it did. I just thought it was too, too quick. Yeah. I mean, it was way short. And I guess I don't know 
was that the consensus when the games came out as well? I don't know. Because maybe it's just the fact that games have grown over the years and I'm used to longer stories now, but I guess... Sure. I don't know. It seems like there should be a lot more. I feel that three is the shortest out of all of them. And what I mean by that is like fastest to get through. Yeah. I feel that three is the fastest to get through. Now you could easily take a little more time, like going for the terminals, going for the skulls, so on and so forth. Yeah. But in the Master Chief collection, like they all basically have that now. So. Honestly, I think that's... Like, I kind of have that gripe with a lot of games, even what, nowadays. how fast they are? That, like, how like, quickly you get through them? Like, the, like the stories, there doesn't seem to be... Like, okay, the Halo universe... Yes. There's a ton of lore behind it, just yes. like the Destiny universe. Yep. Um, The games just don't have enough story for me. I mean, it's cool playing as Master Chief, but I wish there was more behind it. So, in other words, you still need to play Reach, and you still need to play ODST. Sure. Because those have... Others, I mean, yeah, they're, they take place. So Reach takes place before Halo 1. Yep. And the ending of Reach literally fall, leads into the beginning of Halo 1. Yeah. It's the, the same cutscene. It's actually really cool. And then ODST takes place during the events of two, like in between two and three. So, and it follows a completely different group of people. So in case you're interested in that, I would definitely recommend playing both. For okay. sure. And then if you want even more different stuff halo wars one and two yeah those are self-contained stories as well within the universe so yeah there's a bunch of stuff out there for you but i i know what you mean i know what you mean who knows maybe you'll like five more than others did (laughs) considering it doesn't just follow chief anymore well we'll see yeah we'll see um so what are you going to move on to next are you going to go to four or are you going to do odst i haven't decided yet okay we'll find out all right if you, nah, I'll just let you. Oh no, I'll let you. <laughs> okay, go on that front. Yeah, just know that while Halo Three ODST is based within like the Halo Two Halo Three timeline, it definitely controls a little bit differently. So be prepared for that. All right, that's what I'll say in regards to that. <laughs> is that all you got? I mean, that's it. Yeah. Should we move on to the news? Yes, let's 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 do some news. The news. <laughs> First and foremost, for I missed this last week. My apologies. Forge Hub tweeted out. This was on June twenty fifth. Grab some friends, fire up MCC, and launch Halo Two. You've got a new list of premium maps to play on, created by the best and brightest in Forge. Check out the finalists of the Forge Hub H two A Forge Tacular live now. Check them out. Next news story. I almost didn't include this in the show notes. This was my bad. But yes, the Halo TV series is officially a real thing. It is being created. It'll be on Showtime, which is a premium network channel that you have to pay extra for if you don't already have it. Currently, there is one season announced 10 episodes and is fucking real. I'm stoked. I hope it's good. My reservations are in check. I really just hope it's good. Do we know if it's following Chief or... That we don't. Any specific character? No. I don't believe so. Nonetheless, it's real. It's coming. Yes. It's more Halo. 
It is. And hopefully it's better than fucking Forward Under Dawn and, and uh, Nightfall. Because those were... Uh, okay, I love Halo as much as the next person, but those were fucking trash. Just throwing it out there. Next news story. The Halo 5 July-August 2018 arena season is officially kicked off, along with a new social team experience, the Core Play Playlist. Plus... Triple Team makes a triumphant return to matchmaking as the latest rotational playlist grabs some friends, suit up, and jump in. <laughs> That's right. So if you haven't completed your placement matches, you can do so now. You can get your rank on. And then also, with that core play playlist, it was originally two-player maximum, but they increased it to four. So it's no longer two-player max. You can play with up to four people in your fire team. Get the fuck in there. Play some Halo. Next news story. If you're planning on going to New Orleans and you're a team that's going to compete, don't fuck up. All right? Buy your team pass. Because if you don't, they're not available after July 9th. So get in there and buy it. Next news story. Tashi. Well, actually, so Tashi originally tweeted out that um, some new HCS settings changes could be taking place. They're working on a few different things. They're tweaking some things, potentially. And somebody replied back, somebody by the name of Zach Glad, tweeted back at him and said, I think adding a few seconds to the flag return time would help quite a bit. Maybe even all the way up to 15 seconds. For Oddball, maybe look at lowering the score limit up to 150. Will, you had talked about this yeah. previously. You had suggested this previously. Well, guess what? It might be happening. Tashi heard your cries. Yeah. And he replied, this is actually what we're looking to try out. So who knows? Maybe we'll get some different uh, settings going on before NOLA starts. Speaking of the HCS settings, we have a little bit of a uh, little article here posted on June 29th over on HaloWaypoint.com. And I quote, with the HCS season now underway, I wanted to drop in and provide a few updates on some things, including game settings, broadcast scheduling, uh, Latin America age requirements, and several gameplay issues that are under investigation. Let's jump right into it. Roster locks and team passes. As a reminder, roster locks for group play at New Orleans are on Monday, July 2nd, so the day we are recording this. So if you're listening, it was yesterday. So I guess this is kind of null and void at this point. Um, rosters must fill... In the MLG Team Builder, once rosters are locked, we'll be drawing groups and announcing the results shortly after. So hopefully next week we'll get that information, because considering it's two weeks away. Also, you definitely don't want to wait to buy your team passes for New Orleans, as it's required for all teams, including those in group play. Passes will not be sold at the door, and rosters for open teams must be completed in the MLG Team Building by July 9th, which we talked about. Online broadcast schedule change. When we announced all of the online tournament dates and broadcasts, there was originally a broadcast scheduled for next Tuesday, July 3rd. In other words, the day we post this show. This broadcast has now been moved to September... Whoa. What the fuck? This broadcast has now been moved to September 4th. Two months. Why? Does it explain why? Please tell me. Why? What, what does that mean for this weekend's 2K? Rather than the North American tournament being played until the semifinals, the entire tournament will now be played. So they're just so they're 
I don't know what the fuck they just what. So what they're doing, from what I understand, is that there will be no broadcast for this week, right? So sure. Instead of not just canceling the broadcast and not showing anything on the Halo channel or HCS channel, yeah, they're gonna cover another 2K. Okay. In September, that's, that's what I understand from that. That's that makes a lot more sense because that's two fucking months that they're delaying this, not delaying, but yeah, whatever. Um, actually, yeah, they're delaying it. Whatever. We've got some fun ideas cooking for the broadcast this season, especially for the show matches. If there are some matches you'd be interested in seeing, be sure to let us know on Twitter. Not us, but, you know, them. At HCS, maybe? I don't fucking know. 343? Yeah. Mexico age limit. Last season, the age limit to compete in online tournaments in Latin America, Mexico, South America, was 18. The age limit for the Halo World Championship 2018 Mexico City, however, was 16. With South America unfortunately not in competition this season, and further and after further consulting with both U.S. and Latin America legal teams, the age limit for Latin America Mexico competition this season is now 16. Get them young guns in there. Hell yeah! This change is effective immediately for online ladders and tournaments. Nice. Oddball melee glitch. It was recently brought to our attention that a melee glitch with the oddball had been discovered, which allows players to kill another player with full shields and even some overshield. With just one swing. During initial oddball testing, one swing was all that was required, but that was changed to two based on player feedback. So this glitch is definitely behavior that is not desired. The cause of the glitch is being investigated by the team here at 343, but use of this glitch in tournament play ladders 2K's LAN events is banned completely. Use of this glitch will result in immediate game forfeiture. Oh, hot damn. So don't do it. Yeah. Don't Fish- cheat. What? So don't fucking cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Billy laying down the fucking hard rules. Don't fucking cheat. Fisher Oddball Fix. The all-new Forge map Fisher has gone through many iterations and testing, and it was just recently brought to our attention this week that the Oddball could be trapped in a certain place top middle where no one would be able to pick it up. This is now fixed and is live in the official HCS file share, matchmaking, and custom game listing. Did they ever, did they mention anything in there about the, um... Ball being reset after the, a certain amount of time? Well, the ball falling in the hole on Echelon and not being able to get it out. Did they fix that? I don't know. Okay. Listeners, let us know. I have no fucking idea. Yeah, I've never seen it fall into the, whatever hole they were talking about, but I know it was a, it was a known issue. Okay. So... Hopefully uh, it did get fixed then. Yeah. Oddball length and CTF refuge... After receiving reports from players and reviewing matchmaking data, champion skill range, as well as team scrim and 2k data extensively, a couple issues have been spotted with Oddball and CTF Refuge. We're hoping to address these in time for New Orleans, but here's a look at what we found. Oddball. With the score limit being 200 points, Oddball matches on average are either ending due to hitting the time limit, which is 12 minutes, or by around 10 minutes. For comparison, all Stronghold, Slayer, and CTF matches, except for Refuge, I'll get to that next, end after around 7 minutes. This is quite the difference, and I'm sure you've expected this quite often if you've been playing. CTF Refuge. This game type has uh, similar symptoms for, uh, to Oddball. Matches are either ending due to hitting the 12-minute time limit or running over 10 minutes long if a team gets three flag, flag caps on average. This game type is actually performing worse than Fathom CTF in these areas. Oh, no. Addressing this issue is perhaps not as straightforward as Oddball, but we're investigating options. What I like about the 200 score limit in Oddball, though, yeah. is that... It allows for the comeback? It allows for the comeback, for one. Mm-hmm. But there's also more strategy than just holding on to the ball. Teams can drop the ball, leave it in a corner, and fight to try to protect it and not yep. have to worry about just hold... Like, there's 
the score limit's there, but they don't have to reach it. So it's true. Um, they have more time to set up, get the slays, and then pick up the ball. The counter to that is it could be because the the biggest point of this was to make it so it's engaging for viewers. Yep. Right. Spectators, whatever. And with that time being around three minutes more every time. It feels like it's too long for the yes, spectators. It feels See, like it's too long. For me, I just enjoy watching the strategy oh, take no, place. Me too, 100%. It's just they need to look at it at a broad spectrum, yep, right? Exactly. Yep. So that's that might be where they're coming from on that. Yep. So No, I understand that. Right. I just... I like seeing the I like seeing all that unfold. Oh yeah. And maybe maybe just dropping the limit to 150 instead of the 200 could fix that, could alleviate mm-hmm. that issue. Because you're cutting it down by a fourth of the score. Yep. And usually you see teams hitting the 150 point range every game. So, yeah. Hopefully maybe that that could be a good counter. That could be a good like middle ground. Yep. You don't need to do anything with time limit. Just decrease it to 150 and see what happens. Sure. I don't know. These issues are important to address as they will not only potentially lead to longer than planned tournament schedules in New Orleans, but also multiple ties and replays, which are like Fathom CTF, not enjoyable to watch and play when they happen regularly rather than once in a while in epic fashion. It's important to use us to be trans. It's important to us to be transparent in this process that we've strived to be during the entire settings overhaul. So we'll be taking, um, we'll be talking to players more, testing things publicly, and also releasing data we've gathered that will help paint the picture. That's all the news I got for today. Please uh, be sure to keep it locked to Halo.gg and at HCS on Twitter for all the latest. Be sure to also hit Tashi up at Tashi343i on Twitter if you've got any questions. He says, see you soon. Hopefully that shit gets fixed. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I'm like you said, we, we like watching it no matter what. But if it's three minutes longer for all, all of those games every single time, that's kind of a fucking nuisance at that sure. point. Instead um, of the streams ending at 10.30, we're going to be pushing towards midnight. <laughs> exactly. I ain't got fucking time for that. We got we got fucking notes to take for the show. Uh, last but not least for the news stories, the Beyond and Astro July Halo tournament schedule has been announced. Again, we'll be covering these as we do all the time. Um, first and foremost, there's going to be a $500 Astro Spartans Halo 5 Guardians FFA. This will be on July 6th. So uh, register for that if you haven't already. There's going to be a $1,000 Astro Spartans uh, Halo 5 1v1 tournament taking place. That's going to be on July 9th. And then there's going to be a $500 Astro Spartans FFA again, this time on July 20th. Go ahead and sign up. I've never seen a 1v1 tournament. Hopefully they fucking stream it. Yeah. That's what I'm going to ask for. Yeah, that'd be cool And actually, you know what? Let me just throw this out there too. Okay, I'm going to shout them out later on in the show as well, but Pro Battle League, thank you guys for not only streaming your guys' tournament and all that stuff, but also putting them on YouTube. Because I'm like, I, I'm fine and dandy to fucking take a Twitch VOD and shove it in the show notes, but after 90 days, they're gone. So yeah. thank you very much for putting them on YouTube and for everybody else out there that runs tournaments, please put VODs on fucking YouTube if you stream it. They don't need to be edited. I don't care. Just literally record and put it up. Done. <laughs> There's a built-in record option in OBS. I don't see how this is a big deal. It shouldn't be a big deal. But that's just me. 
<laughs> I'm ranting at this point. We need a, a, a Josh rant uh, soundbite too. Oh God. For when you go off on these tags. Oh God. Well, trust me, there's going to be another one coming up later oh, on in the all show. Right. All right. Let's... Will. Yeah. That's it for the news. That's it. That's it. We should almost have like an ending soundbite there. Almost, right? <laughs> you like how I gave you a little pause there too? Yeah. <laughs> because I want you to put it in. We have a soundbite that we will do. go there maybe yes. next week. When maybe I next get week? the file sent to me. God, I'll send it to you right after the show. Oh. I mean, okay. you don't have to include it this way. I don't care. Anyway, let's get into some scrims. Do it we up. We had some scrims happen. Do it up, Will. On Monday, June 25th, Online Warriors took on Authority EU. The series score was 7-2 to two going to Online Warriors. Sorry, Authority. Try better next time. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait it on. Holy shit. <laughs> well, let's get into this placeholders versus express yourself. <laughs> series score. 14-1. Four- to one. Placeholders taking that home. Sorry. Express yourself. Try harder. <laughs> Try harder next time. We then had a Renegades versus Elevate. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> Josh is cracking up over there. And because I of these fucking scores. Myself. All right. Renegades versus Elevate. That was 10 to 3 going to Renegades. And then Tox took on Reciprocity. In surprising fashion again, Reciprocity takes out Tox 10 to 4. Wait, what did you just say? Reciprocity took out Tox, 10 to 4. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I thought I read it wrong. I'm the one that fucking typed it. I thought I read it wrong. Josh, are you taking Tuesday? I could take Tuesday. Elevate versus Lux Gaming. Short one, 2-0, Elevate. Lux Gaming versus Berserker Gaming. 8 to 3, Lux Gaming. Authority EU versus Express Yourself 13 to 2. Express Yourself. Didn't wait a second. Hold up. Oh, Authority got smacked versus the Online Warriors as well. All right, cool. Um, Online Warriors versus Placeholder 4 0. Online Warriors. Crowd Pleasers versus Elevate 2 to 1. Elevate. That was short. It was. They couldn't handle it. Oh. <laughs> Then it was Tox going up against Renegades, 10 to 5 Tox. All right. And on Wednesday, June 27th, with a series score of 12 to 3, Reciprocity beat Elevate. We Damn. Also, yeah. We also had Crowd Pleasers versus the Fung 4, which is another short one, which was 2 0 going to Crowd Pleasers. We then had Fung 4 go against Elevate, which was another 2 0 series going to Fung 4. Another short one. Um, we also had Mocket versus Authority. That was a 9-6 to six going to Authority. Pretty close, though. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. We then had Placeholder versus Express Yourself, which was 10-5 to five Placeholder. We then had Tox versus Heart of the Cards, which was 13-2 to two Tox. We then had Crowd Pleasers versus Straight Rippin', which was a 10-5 to five going to Crowd Pleasers. If I'm not mistaken, during the whole week... That was the only straight scrim. Hmm. I wonder what's been going on with them. I actually haven't seen much from them. Haven't either. Hopefully they step their game up. Just, coming to New Orleans. Yeah. You right. only got fucking... A couple weeks. Yeah, that's it. What What are you doing? <laughs> the fuck, guys? What the fuck? Nemesis, what the fuck? <laughs> Minnesota boy. 
Um, anyway, Thursday, June 28th, online for. <laughs> Online Warriors, yeah, that's good. Good job, Josh. Online Warriors versus Authority EU. 11-3 Online Warriors. Authority's getting fucking smacked. Yeah, this is unfortunate. I mean, it's good that they're getting their practice in. Like, I I really don't mean to shit on anyone in this case. It's awesome that you're getting online. It's awesome that you're trying to scrim against these teams. It's good that you're getting that practice in. No shame. I just wish that series were a little bit closer, you know? Because we always say we want more competition. Yeah. Less predictability. Exactly. It, it makes it more fun. So hopefully when it comes to New Orleans, because it's an open event, hopefully that means that they'll be able to really step it up and show themselves. Especially when we get to uh, Gfinity as well. Yeah. Them on their home turf. We'll see what happens. Then we had Elevate versus Anything's Possible. 1-1. One, one. It was a tie. That's it. I would feel... Like, I needed to play a third game there if it was one-to-one. Sure. Like, oh, the guys, we can't leave on a tie. Maybe like, time constraints? Yeah. I have no fucking Who idea. Knows? All right. Going into Friday. Oh, I lied. They scrimmed twice. There you go. There it is. Anything's possible. T- took on straight ripping. Series score eight to six going to anything's possible. Close. We then had Tox versus Elevate. This was a 12 to three series going to Tox. Not close. We then had Elevate versus Crowd Pleasers. 2-0 Elevate. Placeholder took on Authority EU, 10 to 1 placeholder. Online Warriors took on Express Yourself, 10 to 3 Online Warriors. Crowd Pleasers took on Elevate. It was a 2 to 1 series going to Elevate. See, they played a third game. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Every single Um, time we see a 1 1 series or like a 2 0 series, we'll be like, why the fuck didn't they play a third game? Team Reciprocity took on Renegades. It was 11-2 to two Reciprocity. That was not close at all. No. That's actually Surpri- surprising considering what? It was Renegades Reciprocity in the first 2K finals? Yeah. 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 We then had Hitman take on Anything's Possible. Series score 2-0 Hitman. Saturday, June 30th, we had the Crowd Pleasers going up against Lux Gaming. It was 9-1 to one going to Crowd Pleasers. And then we had anything's possible going up against the Hitmen. Woo! Fifteen nothing, Hitmen. Darium. All right, Sunday, July first. Team Reciprocity took on Hitmen. Series score nine three Reciprocity. We also had Lux Gaming go against anything's possible, and that was a two zero to Lux Gaming. Awesome. And that's going to do it for our scrim recaps. But that's not going to do it for our tournament recaps. So let's get the fuck into it. (laughs) First and foremost, we had the Focus Fire Weekly Free-for-All Tournament results. Going to stress. Speaking of stress, like not like the the ailment, but uh, the player, he is on that... Pro Battle League Toronto squad. Oh, yeah. I think he's the coach. All right. But I think he played during that match. We'll talk about it. But sure. Yeah, I think. Next up, we have the Astro Spartans June 2v2 tournament results. First place going to since fifth grade, consisting of Shotzi and Falcated. Nice. Congratulations, guys. I wonder if they've been friends since fifth grade. What the fuck would make you think that? I don't know. That's. <laughs> I don't think you know what you're talking about, Will. (laughs) (laughs) 
Next up, we had the UGC Halo 5 2v2 tournament results. First place, I think this was a, like a little jab at Heart of the Cards. Because first place going to the real Heart of the Cards, consisting of Spartan and Sabinator. So, there you go. If you if you look at the bracket, Heart of the Cards also played yeah. in this as well. So, I think that HOTC is that. Um, I saw a tweet from Spartan. Yeah. And... Um, his dad actually got him a jersey with Heart of the Cards on it. No shit. So I think he wore it during this That's badass. tournament. That's badass. All right, cool. Then we had the Europa Halo Champions League, in which case the grand finals are actually postponed until after New Orleans because there's some uh, teams competing at New yep. Orleans, specifically Mocket, and they're in the grand finals. So, yeah. Just got to wait on that one. Just got to wait on it. But our predictions oh, yeah. are still mock it. Yep. Taking taking the gold. Yep. Over Aerox. Then the big one. Yeah. Which we tuned in for, as a matter of fact. The Pro Battle League champion bracket. It was Championship Sunday over the weekend. Will, would you like to talk about this first semifinals match that we got going on? Sure. So the first semifinals match was Wisconsin Fury versus Atlanta Zenith. I did not know Atlanta was last year's champions. I didn't so, know. You mean last season's last champions? Seasons, yeah, sure. I didn't know either. So, um, Because we didn't actually start reporting on them until we started this podcast. Just a fun fact. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I'm glad we did find out about it. No, me too. I, I enjoy this a lot. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. And season three is going to be fucking incredible too. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Should- you should check out their videos. Anyway, here we go. Wisconsin Fury took on Atlanta Zenith. Game one was capture the flag on refuge. It went to three to Atlanta. Atlanta coming out hot. Um, Still a close game though. Score wise, yes. Yes. Um, I think Atlanta started off with a two zero against Wisconsin, and then um, Wisconsin battled back, and but Atlanta was able to get that last one. So cool. they're able to close it out. Yep, I, I like did. It. Atlanta seemed to be in control for most of it. Okay. Um, until Wisconsin started to come back. But anyway, yes, still a close game. Came down to the end there. Um, game two was strongholds on Empire. Wisconsin decided to wake up here. 121 Wisconsin. So you're telling me Wisconsin did the talks thing where they don't like to lose. Yeah, that's but as what soon it as they like. do, they just flip the switch and they go. That's what it seemed like. Yep. So game three, Slayer on Plaza. 50 to 46 Wisconsin. Right, Both teams one. showing up there. That's a close game. Um, game four was oddball on Echelon, which was 195 to 147 Wisconsin. And game five was capture the flag on truth. Three to one to Wisconsin for a 4-1 series going to Wisconsin. So Wisconsin moves on to be the first team that are going to be in the grand finals. Correct. So far, our bracket's okay. <laughs> because we predicted that they were going to be in the finals. Yep. So we're okay there. This next match, however, might switch things up a bit. Then we had the Houston Vipers going up against the St. Louis Sentinels. Again, this is the semifinals match. Winner goes on to the finals to face off against Wisconsin. Game one, capture the flag on refuge. After a long time, 1-0 Houston. Game two, strongholds on Empire. 100-80 Houston. Houston need one more win. In our bracket... Wait, no, two. 
and our bracket will still be correct. Game three, Slayer on Plaza, 50-44 St. Louis, bringing it back. Game four, Oddball on Echelon, 200-111 to St. Louis. That's a convincing win. Game five was Capture the Flag on Truth, close game 3-2 St. Louis. Game six, Strongholds on Eden, not even close, 100-32 St. Louis. The team that we had no idea were going to fucking do anything. They showed up. They very much did, especially after that two-game loss at the beginning. Yeah. That was crazy. Everybody thought Houston. They were the number one seed. Everyone mm-hmm. thought Houston was going to be in the finals. Us included. But that's not the case. Series score 4-2 to two going to St. Louis. Will, what happened in these grand finals? All right, here we go. Grand finals, best of seven. Game one was capture the flag on truth. Three to two, Wisconsin. Game two was strongholds on the rig. A hundred to twenty-four, Wisconsin. Game, uh-oh. yeah, uh oh, indeed. Game three was Slayer on refuge. Fifty to thirty-five, Wisconsin. Uh oh. St. <laughs> Louis on their heels here. Now remember, very much so. In that last series that they played, though, they were down two zero. Yeah. And they came back. Let's see what happens here. Game four ends in dramatic fashion. It really fucking did, too. St. Louis was up 152 to 140, what, seven, 148? Something like that, 147. yeah. 147. Really close, yep. In the closing seconds, they have the ball on the outside rim. The ball carrier gets trapped. He jumps. He tries to drop the ball off, but it hits the edge and falls back on the map as he dies. Wisconsin picks up the ball and gets the remaining, what, six, seven points to go up 154 to 152. If that ball went off the map and reset, it does not spawn in time and St. Louis stays alive to play another match. But Wisconsin takes this one home. 152-154, Series 4-0. Wisconsin is your grand finals champion. And season two champs. And season two champs, yes. So we were right. We picked the right team all along. We but did. The bracket wasn't <laughs> quite there. Our bracket got fucked up. But we did say it was going to be a game seven too, but that didn't happen at all. No. Um. I don't. I want to know what happened to Houston because. Yeah. Seriously, they were doing well in those first two games against mm-hmm. St. Louis, and then it was just nothing. It, I mean, really, all it takes is one or two members to have an off day sure. and. It's true, but you would expect them to bring their A game, especially on Championship yeah. Sunday, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. That still sucks, though. I mean, good good job to St. Louis. Don't get me wrong. That's fucking awesome that you guys made it as far as you did. But I just, I'm surprised Houston didn't step it up a little bit more. Stats and VODs will be available for every single one of those matches, so go ahead and check them out if you haven't already. But we have a little bit of some PBL uh, Halo news to talk about right quick. So if you guys did not tune into the stream last night, they officially announced that instead of the 12 teams that they had in this tournament, Season 3 will feature 24 teams, including their first expansion into Canada. Therefore, and uh, California is being split into now three teams. You have San Jose, LA, and uh, Anaheim. 
we have two Cal- uh, two Canada teams. There's a bunch of new rosters that are in there. And then we actually were treated on the stream to one of those, uh, two of those teams going up against each other in the, in the first match. Yeah. It was um, Toronto versus Orlando. And Orlando stomped the shit out of them. That they did. And it seemed like a good amount of the chat was expecting Toronto to really take it. But that did not happen at all. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens in season three. But I'm expecting a lot of really good competition to come out of this for sure. Yeah, with the expansion with more teams. Yep. It's it's going to level the playing field even more. Yep. And I'm excited to see what happens. Hell yeah. And not only that, but we talked about it again last night too, where it's not each team isn't four players and a coach. They have reserve rosters as well. Yeah. So if you're interested in being a and being a potential part of one of these teams, reach out to to Pro Battle League. Reach out to at PBL Halo on Twitter. Let them know that you're interested. Sign up. Do whatever you can. Because while like if the main roster's filled out, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not going to be on the team. Yeah. They always have substitutions. They have reserve rosters available. Go ahead and check it out. Do it up. Will. Yes, sir. That's going to do it for Pro Battle League. What do you got for uh, some Game Battles 2K tournaments? All right. So the first one was LATAM. Uh, first place went to Berserker Esports. 350 bucks and of 2,000 Pro Points. Second place was Technology. 150 bucks and 1,200 Pro Points. In third and fourth, we had the Labels and Daryl Fran XX. Both taken home 800 Pro Points. Indeed. Next up, we had the Australia-New Zealand 2K. First place went to Thanks. $500 and 2,000 points. Second place went to Dr. Pepper. $250 and 1,200 points. Third, fourth, going to Struggling to Find Players in Osprey Gaming. 800 points apiece. Fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, going to Reload Esports. Team coming for that ass. Fear Rambo Death Ruptor. And Speedy Gonzalez all taking home 600 points. All right, next we had EU. First place went to Pirates, 750 bucks, 2,000 pro points. Second place was He Misses the Backsmack, 250 bucks, 1,200 pro points. And third, fourth went to Royalty and Rip X, previously Chalks 2K team, 800 pro points. Then fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth, we had Invalid Mocket, Moose Fan Club, previously Pete is Tan. Moe's Fan Club. Moe's, I've heard Moose. <laughs> yeah. Moe's is now Moose. <laughs> and yes. final stage, 600 points. Can you, okay, can you do me a favor? What's that? Can you tweet at Moe's and say that you mispronounced his name as Moose? <laughs> no, will not <laughs> Please. happen. Please. Listeners, would you like to see that happen? Would you like Will to tweet at him and be like, yo, you should listen to our podcast first thing. And second thing, I mispronounced your name as Moose. <laughs> Because I was just, I was skimming too fast. I love that name, though. It's really good. I actually like that. Moose. Moose. Sounds cool. All right. Then we had North America. We'll talk about the results after this. First and foremost, I wanted, I wanted to highlight these two series. Okay, Will? Okay. So while I'm reading through these, can you pull up the stats? I'd like you to talk about the stats specifically, like the, the differential and kills and deaths. I think you'll find this interesting, too. So the first important series that I wanted to talk about for the North American 2K was Tox versus Renegades, which was a semifinal match. 
Game one was Strongholds on the rig, 100 to 21 going to Renegades. Game two was Slayer on Plaza, 50 to 40 going to Renegades. Then we had the reverse sweep. Game three was Oddball on Echelon, 144 to 139 to Tox. Close game. Yeah. Game four was Capture the Flag on Truth, 3 to 1 going to Tox. And game five was Slayer on Truth, 50 to 42 going to Tox. Series score was 3 2. Tox moved on. Will, what do you got for those stats? Um, Renegades had one more slay than Tox. So slays were very close. Um, Tox had nine more assists. The deaths were even. Yep. That's what blew me away was that the deaths were dead on. Power kills were pretty much even. Precision kills. Renegades had eight more. And they also had five more Magnum kills. So very close. Right. So it must have been Tox getting those kills that mattered in order to maintain map control in order to close out those objective games. Yeah. It's, it's basically what I'm seeing here. Because like that oddball game was incredibly close. That CTF game, not very much at all. But still, the, the fact that every the stats were so close in that series, yet some of the score differential in the actual games themselves were not close at all. So... Just kind of goes to show you that score doesn't mean everything, you know? Then we had Tox going up against Team Reciprocity in the Grand Finals. Another one I wanted to highlight here. Game one was Oddball on Eden. 294 going to Reciprocity. Game two was Slayer on the Rig. 50 to 41 going to Tox. Game three, Capture the Flag on Refuge. 3 to 1 going to Reciprocity. Game four was Strongholds on Empire. 153 going to Tox. And finally, was Game 5, Slayer on Plaza, 50-42, to 42, going to Tox. So realistically, um, the Slayers were kind of close, but not... The, every game had a defined leader. Yeah. Um, that Empire game, I have it listed as 183. I probably mistyped something, so thank you. A little bit closer. A little bit closer. Indeed. What do you got for stats on that, So Will? the stats on those... Um, Reciprocity had two more kills than Tox, 15 more assists, and five less deaths. And yet they were still not able to close out the series. Yep. They had two more power kills even. Um, Recip- or not Reciprocity. Tox had more precision kills by about seven or eight. And they had 10 more Magnum kills, Tox did. So there you go. Just wanted to highlight those because while the series looked like they were close, some of the games weren't close at all. But the stats, the stats are very even amongst every team. So it's kind of cool to look at, you know, just a little bit. I looked at all the other ones that were on Halo Data Hive and the stats weren't close at all. So like all the other series, they're kind of just blowouts at that point. So in other words, Tox took home first place, $1,500 and 2,000 pro points. Reciprocity taking home $500 and 1,200 pro points coming in second. Third, fourth was Renegades and... Lux Gaming. Oh, yeah. They busted into the top four. They did. I wanted to hit on this for a sec. So, Splice did not have Shotzi in this 2K. Don't exactly know why. But um, From they, what I read was that he was at a family event and could not participate. Okay. Well, there we go. Hot news from Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem, a.k.a. The Sick Boy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no problem. Um, but yeah, Lux Gaming breaking in top four. That's fucking awesome. 
congratulations to you guys. Hopefully you can continue it in uh, New Orleans as well. Keep keep that grind up. Keep on keeping on. Uh, so again, Renegades and Lux, third, fourth, taking home 800 pro points apiece. And then fifth through eighth, Splice without Shotzi, straight ripping, elevate, and hitmen, taking home 600 points apiece. Links to all the brackets as well will be included in the show notes. Check them out. Will, we held a poll. We did. Let's get into the, the main topic of today's show, the show, the, the topic that I get the most shit on twitter for every single fucking week (laughs) so let's get it this is where the ranty part comes in you ready for this shit yeah okay let me so uh, i either way i talk about this i'm gonna sound like a fucking asshole but frankly i don't care so here we go first and foremost everybody out there that tweets at us and says oh it it, the fucking game should be this the fucking game should be that i know what's best you don't know what's best shut up you don't Will, do you know what's best for Halo? No, no fucking idea. Ask me the same question. Do you know what's best for Halo, John? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> fuck no, I don't. Come on. Are you kidding me? Uh. No, I don't. But the fact of the matter is neither does anybody else out there besides the people playing the fucking game. I mean, besides the people making the fucking game. Okay? So there's that. I wanted to get that out of the way first and foremost. We also had a couple people reach out to us very nicely. Let me preface this. And they said um, that the show can sometimes sound like one-sided. Yeah, because we agree on everything. Right. In which case, I understand. Yeah. Try to bring a non-biased opinion to this, right? But I can see where people are coming from. So I have reached out to an individual on Twitter in regards to the Sprint debate who has been very vocal on Twitter about not wanting Sprint at all within Halo. Because we are in agreement that, yeah. We don't mind it. Yeah, we don't mind it. So I've reached out to somebody. I'm hoping to hear back from them. I'll wait and see, and we'll go from there. Because, yeah, I'd like to have that person on. We could talk about this further. Hopefully in a nice, like, clear and concise manner, mm-hmm. right? Um, So we held another poll on Twitter, all right? This one, maybe not as controversial as a topic, but still... People got heated a little bit. Should hit markers remain in future Halo games moving forward? Here are the results. Will, read them off. With 22 votes and 37% of the vote was no. With 19 votes and 32% was yes. Weapon hit markers only. With 18 votes and 30%, Yes, both weapon and grenade hit markers, and one individual, which was 2% of the vote, decided that there should only be grenade hit markers. So we'll take that one as it is there. But So in our last poll, in our sprint poll, we had over 100 people vote. Okay, Now keep in mind, this is a very small sample size. Okay, In regards to the entire Halo community, competitive, casual, doesn't fucking matter... We asked everybody out there. In the first poll, we had over 100 votes. Again, a very small sample size. This one, we used our poll on straw poll, so it wasn't directly integrated within Twitter, but there were still less people voting, which means, again, it is a very small sample size. Mm -hmm. 60 total votes in this poll. But I'm going to take that 60 votes and call it as I seize it. People... 
out there who think they know what's best and say, no, this is horse shit. This shouldn't be in the game. It never should have been in the game. Clearly you're in, you're not like, right. And also on the other side of the spectrum, the people that say, yes, they should be there are not right. Okay. What we are seeing here is again, like our fucking sprint poll, a damn near 50, 50 split on what people want. If you take these votes into consideration, yes, dominated. Well, right. But with some sort of hit marker, but. Right. That's the, that's the type of fucking point I'm getting at here. Okay. In our last poll out of a hundred people, we had a 33.3% usually going to, no, we don't want sprint. Get it out of here. A 33% being like, yes, I want sprint. Keep it coming. And a 33.3% of being like, I just increased the movement speed. Right. Don't don't necessarily need to sprint. Move a little faster. Right. Well, so yeah, I mean, it's it's nearly split with everybody wants wanting something different, and that's you can kind of get back to your point that everybody wants something different just because you don't want hit markers or do want hit markers doesn't necessarily mean you're right or wrong. Exactly. It's your opinion, and that's fine. I want to hear people's opinions. This is why I throw these polls out there because I want to see. Yes, we are a competitive Halo podcast. Right. Mm-hmm. That's our that's what we f- like fixate on. But I want to hear from everybody else out there that like. This may sound really stupid. Yeah, this might sound really stupid, but the people that maybe just play the campaigns out there, maybe the people that just play Warzone, maybe the people that just play custom games with their friends, the, the people that only play competitive, the people that only do certain like ABC, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. It's good to have these varying opinions because. If it was completely one-sided, I'd be like, oh, okay, we have a definitive winner here. Clearly, the majority of the people that vote in our poll either want it or don't want it. Sure. That is not what we have here in the fucking slightest. Nope. So, that's what I'll say there. Will? Yeah. No, you go ahead. And with... with consideration talking going back to the actual topic here of should they be in halo the the hit markers like like i said last week is i'm fine if they take them out i'm fine if they leave them i'm gonna play the game they gave me because it's the game maker's decision it's true it's true statement and you know what this is yeah i'm gonna use this too people always use this statement when for like people put up pre-orders and whatnot Mm -hmm. vote with your wallet it's as simple as that Sure. I imagine there's going to be a beta, a multiplayer beta of some kind. I imagine. They usually can't. Yeah, they usually do. So why not? Include a multiplayer beta. Gauge people's interests. Have the beta come away before the game is going to come out so you can actually use that feedback and really determine where it is like at, at that state in time. Just give us something to try out. Then we'll get a lot more people's feedback and we can see what is good, what is not good, what people like, what people dislike, so on and so forth. And if the game ships with hit markers and you don't want hit markers or it ships without hit markers and you want hit markers, if it ships with sprint, you didn't want sprint, so on and so forth, then don't buy it. Or tweet at Tashi. I don't know. Yeah, that's your decision to make. Um, yeah. And uh, what, what would you think? If they came out with like an early access Halo multiplayer, 
kind of like all these battle royales are doing battle royales are doing where you can put it out yeah see what the community what's wrong with it what what they want improve upon it and then have the full multiplayer come out on release day i can see them doing an insider flight program like they're doing with mcc i do not see them doing an early access like full release of an early access product Mm -hmm. because the game isn't going to be free to play right so if they did like an mcc flight program with halo infinite or whatever that'd be really fucking cool like i think that could really help like maybe that's your pre-order bonus is getting into the insider program Ah, or is that still that's still iffy because then you got a pre-order right I, I let's take it away from the pre-orders sure. i i respect it it's a good business decision I, I can see them doing something like that because business is business but i think it would be cool to do a, a flight program but don't make it where you only let certain people in don't do it like you've been doing with this mcc shit i mean the, the updates for mcc have been going well so far yep it's just don't separate users. Yeah. Give it to everybody. Get grant access to everybody if they did something like this. Because that way you get much more of a breadth of feedback instead of just a competitive community, just a casual community, you know? So yeah, I like that. Let's I think they definitely should do something like that. It could be very beneficial for this. More than just a beta, like here, this is what we're working yeah, on. Yeah, and they no. release them in stages. Yeah. So they do their first one, uh, let's say Fuck it. Let's say a year before the game releases, they do the first one. Hey, this is very early, early stages. Um, we have our baseline on what multiplayer is going to be. Give this a shot. Let us know what you think. Yep. And send the surveys out. Exactly. Send the surveys out. And again, to everybody. Yep. Okay. Then three months down the line, you do them in three months spreads. Yeah. And Every time you get closer and closer to the release of the game, you include more and more. You fix the stuff that people complain about, test things out, so on and so forth. And then by the end of the... I mean, this is all in a perfect world scenario. Yes. <laughs> but at the end, you have something that most, if not all people can enjoy. Right? Yeah. So, I'm agreeing with you. I sounds one-sided, I know. But I agree with you in if it stays, it stays. If it goes, it goes. I'm going to yeah. play regardless. I'm too much of a fan of Halo to let things go by the wayside, right? Yeah. So, here's what I'm going to say, though. All-encompassing, okay? There's always the debate on you can't please everyone, okay? Yes. I was mostly in that camp of you just can't please everyone. But now that I'm thinking about it, now people have brought it to my attention as well, so thank you guys for doing that. Um, I'm going to go back on something, and I think you really might be able to please everyone. How do I mean this? If we think about this in basic mechanics, right? Sprint, hit markers, weapon starts, so on and so forth, okay? Back in Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo Reach, so on and so forth, you had the MLG playlist. Yeah. Right? In that playlist... You had very specific settings that only applied to that playlist. If you didn't like those settings, you went and played the other playlists. That was that. So, you could definitely, I could definitely see Halo Infinite having 
and this is why I'm so pissed that Halo 5 didn't launch with more playlists. So when you play all these Halo games, right, and you play all these multiplayers, you get accustomed to, oh, a new Halo game's coming out. There's going to be a bunch of ranked playlists, and there's going to be a bunch of social playlists, and it's going to be fucking great. Well, guess what? Halo 5 didn't do that. They, they I mean, no, they, they fucking, they didn't do that. So what I'm hoping for in Infinite is that they learn their lessons with 5. People love Infection. People love their Griff Ball. People love their action sack. People love their team doubles. People love their team snipers, so on and so forth, right? Give us a ranked hopper and a social hopper, okay? And now, let's talk about subsets within those. So in ranked, you have your normal mechanics that you're going to put in Halo Infinite, that 343 is going to put in there no matter what. Whether it be sprint, hit markers weapon loadout specifics, so on and so forth. It doesn't matter. What 343 is is thinking about doing, they put it in there as the base game. That's what everyone's going to get. Vanilla Infinite, okay? You have those same exact playlists in Ranked, but in Social as well. So that way you don't have to worry about placings. You can still play it. You enjoy those playlists so much. You just want to keep playing it in a social environment, not as sweaty. You have it there. Then, in Ranked, you have a special, you have a singular or maybe two playlists. It doesn't matter. I don't fucking care. Or it can be even be a third hopper, right? Where it's strictly competitive. 100%. You get rid of the sprint. You get rid of those hit markers. You have that classic Halo gameplay that people love and enjoy, right? Sure. And that, it doesn't even need to be one playlist. It can be a separate hopper with all those other playlists. I think population size is going to be low, to be honest with you. Yeah. I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. For all I know, there's a shit ton of people that want that. I'm seeing it all over Twitter. People want that. So, that's that's what I'll say. What do you, what do you think? What do you think, Will? Yeah, I can, I can see where you're coming from. Um, having that many playlists... Like you said, the population sizes might get diluted. Maybe not at first when the game first launches, but down the road. And the other um, thing is when the game, I'm sorry, no. when the game comes out, right? Yeah. That's their biggest population size, more than likely. Mm-hmm. That or the holiday season when people are buying new games for Christmas, so on and so forth. Since Halo 5 didn't have these things, maybe if Halo Infinite does, I mean... I would love to believe that Halo could be as big as it used to be. I want it to be, but my expectations are real, so I don't think it will. But this could be the closest it's ever gotten Yeah. with Infinite. So if they include all that stuff from the very beginning and you give everybody that option and that choice, maybe that could mean that people stay a lot longer. Or a lot more people get it because it's like, oh my god, they, they included all this stuff that the other one didn't have. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it would be nice to have all those things. It's just if they could realistically implement them. Right. Um, But no, I think it would be good for the game to actually have options for people to choose from rather than this is just what you get. Right. But who knows? I'm just... I just want the game to come out. Me too. Give me what what you got. I want it to be good. I'll play it no matter what. Um... See, I was thinking about this in too much of a closed-off mind. Because, realistically, they can 
provide something for everybody. Provide something for every type of Halo multiplayer fan out there. Yeah. If they bring Warzone back, then everybody who enjoyed Warzone is going to enjoy Warzone and Halo Infinite more than likely. So you still have those people. It's you include a full social hopper. Like the, I would play I would play so much more Halo 5 if there was I'm fuck I fucking kid you not. If there was a strictly social slayer playlist. Okay? Yeah. None of this like you, there used to be something called team objective. Believe it or not. <laughs> If you wanted to play objective games, you could play in that playlist. If you wanted to play just fucking Team Slayer, there was a playlist for it. Why can't I just play Team Slayer? I think people are too hung up on the ranking systems. Yeah. Because, I mean, sure, there's games where, like, if me and you were to play together, we'd hop in and I would get destroyed. And I'm saying, like, because they had the social Slayer. Yeah. I know what you mean. You run into teams of four when you're solo queuing. It's kind of, but you expect that from that playlist. Right. Well, not only that, but with the population size being as low as it is right now, shitty things are going to, excuse me, shitty things are going to happen. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to think anymore. I just, I just want the game to come out. You know what we should do? What's that? I have the idea for next week's topic. Okay. Our Halo Infinite wish list okay we kind of talked about it in post show e3 yeah we can go into a little more detail though and then also what i want to do is i'm going to pose the question to our listeners but what what's another um like poll type scenario that you'd want us to do sure like what's another mechanic or something else in halo that you would like us to discuss further get uh listeners feedback on and we can bring those results as well because I really like seeing that it's it's not just one sided. That that the community likes a little bit of everything. Yeah, it really just shows that, and that's awesome to see. And yeah, like I'm all for classic Halo as well. I still love playing fucking Halo Three, even though I think it's slow. But when I hop into Halo Three with friends, I think it's incredible. Still, I I like think Halo Four's multiplayer. Shun I, me. I really do think that the competitive scene could do without sprint thrust all the 100%. advanced movement because 100%. then it becomes more almost I, I, like csgo ish where you're holding angles well it's also sure not it's not as consistent when you have all these avil- abilities added yeah there's a there's a lot more slight variations in gameplay mm-hmm. every time you add or alter one of these uh faster mechanics in the game yeah. So removing them, bringing everything back in line with quote unquote classic Halo makes that those variances kind of go away. It's more about you and your gun, how well you can shoot, and if you're good enough at get, just getting away in a scenario that you aren't going to win. So, yes, I agree. I think there should be that option for these players. And I'm seeing a lot of that on Twitter as well. That there there should be ways in order to make it accessible for both people. We'll leave it at that for the week. Okay. I like it. I got my rant in. You did. That's fine. I feel good. All right. You got it all out. <laughs> I got it all out. Let's do some shout outs. First and foremost, shout out. Well, actually, that's only one I got. Shout out to uh, Pro Battle League and PBL Halo for putting on an incredible season of competitive Halo. 
Will and I are looking forward to the next season and the inclusion of more teams. It's going to be fucking great. You guys are amazing. Community Creations. I already talked to Will about this. There was one that I fucking saw over the week that I forgot about. And I feel stupid because I wanted to include it. But again, I forgot. So if you if you haven't checked out Reddit in a while, Meme Monday's back. They were shutting it down, didn't they say? For, a for bit? when Infinite got announced. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They didn't want things to go fucking haywire. But it's sure. back now. Go ahead and check it out. The memes are great. Don't let your memes be dreams. So, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Will wants to get the fuck out of here. That Will. just happened. Will. Yeah. Will. Yes, sir. You want to do me a favor? What's that? Will. You. Plug the show, please. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. Um, we are on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, and yes, Spotify. Whoop, we made it. Um, join our Xbox Club if you'd like to join our future community playdates. This is how they're going to be organized. Everybody's able to be in one central location. Yep. We'll send out invites from there. Be great. Do it up. Easy to easy peasy. Which uh, we don't have a date set yet, but after Nola, sometime after Nola, we'll get another one going. Yeah, yeah. Allow things to calm down a little bit. All that fun stuff. We'll get one going. All right. If you want to join our Spartan company, you can uh, join the HCS Pro Talk on Halo Waypoint. Follow us on Twitter. For your polls and up-to-date tweets from Mr. J.K. Fire, who handles that platform. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. Where you Not can, a lot of crowd. Where you can go and uh, check out Will's latest Facebook update posts. I post when the episode goes live. Sadly. <laughs> <laughs> to our, uh, our the 11 people who like us over there. Um, we have a YouTube link will be included it works now which was found out last show yes um and we also have a twitch twitch.tv slash hcs pro talk back to youtube for a second though i believe the episodes are being audio only uploaded correct so you can check us out on youtube yep if you want to just have it on in the background i don't know if comments are enabled or what's up over there i haven't checked it out myself they should probably should so nice job will wow Hey, Mr. Uh, Josh, you set all that up and I'm just here for the ride. I just wanted another place <laughs> because we want to get it out as to as many platforms as possible, right? We want yeah. to give people as many options as they as we can in order to give them a way to listen if they want to listen. Yep. If you don't, I completely understand. We're shit. So, um, being able to, seeing that Podbean had an option to post to YouTube, I'm like, how the fuck is that going to work? Because we can't. Yeah. I'm like, how are they going to do that? Sure, shit, it works out perfectly. They just have a basic image up, and it's the audio behind it, and it works out flawlessly. So, yeah, right. I, I'm happy with it. So, yeah, check us out on YouTube if you're interested. Do it up. Is that going to do it, Will? I have nothing else to say. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 27 of HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening, as always. And uh, if you want to see me more of me ranting... You can uh, check out her Twitter because, no, I'm just kidding. I try to be as nice as I possibly can on there. Why do people have to be so fucking mean? Because people are people. Like, 
Yeah, but that shouldn't be an excuse, man. Be nice. Okay, if there's one thing I'm going to leave you motherfuckers with after the end of this show, because we ramble all the time, be good to one another. I love how you preface, be good to one one another after calling everyone motherfuckers. (laughs) It's great. Oh, come on. I swear like a sailor on the show. It's something I'm known for. You got to get used to it at some point. But no, I mean motherfucker in a nice way. Okay. No, but seriously, be nice to one another. Be good to one another. It's, it's, I hate going on. I mean, it's, and I hate the excuse that it's the internet. I think it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. We're not going to get anywhere unless we talk respectfully to one another and just work things through. You know, it doesn't even need to be about fucking competitive Halo, even though there's some salty motherfuckers out about that too. I'll just say that. Yeah, be nice to one another. We love you all. You know that. But that's going to do it for us. We'll see you next week. But until then, Will, guess what? Huh. Bye bye